welcome back to the show that is pissing off Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle for some stupid, ill-conceived reason. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am finding my road to the grandest stage of them all. I am Amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he is not appearing in this episode. He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. You said I wasn't in this episode, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Clever. Thank you. No, please be in this episode. Okay. This is not going to be an entertaining show if it's just me by myself. Uh, I don't know that'll make it any different, but I'll sure try. Wrestling! There you go. The, the old wrestling college try, as they call it. Um... So we had the elimination chamber, the elimination chamber, the elimination chamber, if you will, last weekend, and uh, we're gonna run that down real quick, and then we'll get to the stuff from this week. Um, by no means is it necessarily my my highlight of the show, but I thought Naya and Asuka tore it up pretty well, and especially Naya's uh, post match attack, I thought did a great uh, job of not necessarily making her equal to Asuka like you know clearly Asuka got the win and she gets to you know the match still stays a two-way for now at least um but I thought her driving her through the barrier I thought was a nice nice final touch oh yeah that was amazing this match was really 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 good in-ring storytelling I was very curious how they were going to to do it because usually it's the power of Asuka just dominating whoever she is and you cannot have Asuka be the powerful one in this match. So this one, Nia Jax's power came through better than ever before. And Asuka's speed, like she is quick. Some of those get out of the the way little rolls she did were ridiculous. Like she stayed under her way longer than she needed to. And just zoop. She's like a little, I don't know. I don't know. It, it it looked unreal some of the times how quickly she was moving. It was amazing. I really really enjoyed both women's performance here. It was such a well put together match. Mad yes. props to both uh, of them. Oscar has proven herself to be the workhorse that can go with anybody. I think like Styles on SmackDown right now is he can have a good match with just about anybody on the roster and Oscar. Changes her her style up, her speed, her the how hard she hits, based on her opponent. And yeah, for for Naya apparently or obviously she has to bring it, and she did. And you know, kind of has to pick her spots and wait for that opening to get the the Oscar lock or an armbar or something that's going to take her out. And uh, she's successful, and Naya is not happy about that. And that's where we are right now. So I I don't think we've seen the last of this. I think Naya. Hopefully still gets into... I, I still think there's going to be some funny business going on with that... The women's title picture. Like, something has to happen. We can't have Charlotte versus anybody on the SmackDown roster at Mania, I don't think. And I don't... Yeah. Uh, Something's still coming, I think. There's Yeah, it definitely could be, but... That's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that. But Charlotte does not look, seem to be lining up with Ronda Rousey like we originally thought for reasons. And, yeah, I mean, there's people I would like to see her wrestle, but I don't think right now the only story over there is the Riot Squad, and none of them are really main event or, yeah, almost main event wrestle WrestleMania ready. So, 
Yeah. So uh, we'll move to the actual chamber matches themselves because uh, these were they were long, they were uh, hard fought, they were entertaining. I I liked them both. Uh, the men's maybe slightly more, but both of them had their moments. Um, the 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 no brainer that seemed like you know Mickey James and Alexa Bliss teaming up at some point to eliminate at least someone did not happen. So that was weird to not see that pay off at all. Uh, Mickey James is eliminated before Bliss even enters the match. Yeah, she looked great though. Like, I thought Mickey James was. I thought she was going to kind of get jobbed out in this, but she was. I mean, Absolution did not look strong in this. They kind of got kicked around, and Mickey James she she jumped off the top of the the pod and took out. Uh, was it Mandy Rose? Uh, it was her Deville. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. It was amazing. Uh, I really liked her Wonder Woman themed get up uh, i thought she looked really strong and i think that was i think they specifically got her out before bliss got in because they didn't know they, they didn't want to give it away yet they wanted that to be something going through they didn't want to have a reason to break up their team just yet so just having them completely there because because now apparently uh they're a team and at the end of the match, I thought it was because Alexa Bliss was going to turn face because she did like a half a face promo and then completely turned back to the best heel on the roster. And Mickey James is okay with that. And now they're, they're friends. And that's cool. Yeah, I was laughing during the first part of that promo. And my wife asked me, why are you laughing? That's not, this doesn't sound funny. And I was like, <laughs> because wait for it and then she she you know drags them all in the dirt and i was like and there we are she is the best at what she does and she really is um, yeah that was a great moment and um also so sasha turns on bailey kicks her off she she lion kings her as many on the internet have said <laughs> lions kicks her off kick. the top well, no they don't but lion king uh, they you know the tossing the mufasa to the wildebeest yeah. um, to his death um is what that looked like but it made no sense because sasha banks did that while it was her bailey and bliss still in the match so and it's not that she couldn't like capitalize on that really so it's she she kind of for she showed her hand a little too early like that should not have yeah that didn't work yeah it wasn't the best heel turn and and that's uh, I, so my whole thought on this entire pay-per-view is that it was amazingly wrestled but poorly booked and i th- i think this is part of that like yeah it could have been a great moment but it didn't lead to anything it didn't accomplish anything because they wanted to keep the belt on bliss so it, it might have been like you said a bit too early yeah and uh moving over to the men's right, before you do match, that we had twisted oh, bliss yep. off the top of the chamber that was ridiculous. Okay. Uh, top of the pod. Top yes. of the pod. Yeah, that's true. Off the pod. That was ridiculous. So anyway, okay. Yes. The men's. Yeah. Yeah, I did not expect that no, to to be the finisher, and then that's actually that, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. So the, the whole thing, like this, something I I really like about Alexa Bliss is she is a um a chicken shit heel. I had to make sure my son wasn't around, but she's not the stereotypical like when it comes time to throw she can throw she's gotten a lot better like just adding that forearm to her repertoire has made her seem a lot stronger and a lot meaner and this match like she she skirted around and did a lot of 
heal, heal stuff, but she also like when it was time to put up, she put up, and so she's she's right in the middle right now between the the cowardly heal and the uh, I want to hurt people heal, and I think that really works for her. It makes her seem a lot stronger and a lot more believable as a long term champ. Right, and uh, I did mention that the uh, Twisted Bliss was the finish, but it was not because, like you said, that was when uh, she she took advantage of Sasha trying to do her high flying antics and going up for a move, and uh, caught her in a massive DDT off the top rope uh, to finish her off. So yeah, yeah, props to Bliss. I think she proves herself time and time again, and um, yeah, we'll see who she ends up facing. I don't think it's just going to be straight up Oscar at Mania, but could be. We, we don't know yet. Uh, the men's match was dominated, unsurprisingly, by the monster among men, Braun Strowman, getting a record five eliminations. Which would have this. won any other elimination chamber. Yes, that's true. That's why th- th- everybody keeps saying, you know, he didn't get six, though, because six would be, like, almost impossible to beat unless they have seven men in there again. So he missed a chance on that, I guess, which... He misses that chance because inevitability hits him in the face, and that inevitability is called Roman Reigns. And I, I like that. I'm I'm not surprised that Reigns won. That was we we saw that coming. Didn't want it, but we saw it coming. Um, I do like that Strowman then still like at the end of Survivor Series when Triple H got choked out by Braun Strowman. You know that that was the final moment was him saying, "Do not mess with me. Yeah, I will destroy you." So this is Braun Strowman saying, okay, you won, but I'm going to destroy you still because I'm never finished with you. Uh, see, I like it normally, but we literally saw this exact same thing two matches earlier with Nia Jax doing it to Asuka. Like, the big, strong person destroying the person that beats them is cool, but not twice in the same night. I think they ha- they should have done something different. I agree. That is a badly booked finish to do it twice, and it's it, it's kind of just lazy in terms of uh, that that's how we get this person to keep their heat. Yep. But it's also it also looks bad on Roman Reigns cuz they end the show with him slumped in his own pod like drooling cuz he's knocked out. Yeah. That's not that's not a great look for your guy that's going to take on Brock exactly. Lesnar, but um I would rather some big I, ridiculous thing like, you know, drop the entire have Roman Reigns drop the entire chamber on Braun Strowman and just bury him under that and pin that and have him lose that way like have it require some superhuman thing and then have roman reigns walk out looking strong and then have braun Strowman's fist shredder out of the top of the the rubble and leave on that image but that's just that's me. good image no that's a good one and that kept that uh shredder that breaks out of the rubble is uh, as we know kevin nash <laughs> that's true i forgot about that yeah yeah he played super shredder so um We'll move on to John Cena. He's had he's had a week. <laughs> he uh, so the a perfect picture perfect image of him literally being locked out of the WrestleMania main event when he lo- he's eliminated from the chamber and they are wheeling the door shut behind him and he's sitting there you know doing his whole stare at my hands what am I gonna do thing with the sign looming behind him. Um, I thought that was a nice touch. I thought when he announced you know on raw talk actually i think no he was on raw um on the on raw he mentions you know that i have i found my road like i'm i'm thrilled now because i know that i have to fight the undertaker and everybody's like oh great we're gonna start doing this now that's great and then he quickly turns it to well no that's not gonna happen because he can't wrestle so sorry yeah i mean 
as much as Undertaker versus Cena should have happened at some point at WrestleMania, let, let, let the man retire. He he looks like walking hurts. I'm, I'm pretty certain they're still actually doing that. I just think this is all a, a swerve to get us mm. from A to B. But, um, so, because he can't fight The Undertaker, what does he say he's doing? He's heading off to that wild blue yonder, Smackdown Live, with his free agent status to beg Shane and or Daniel Bryan for a, a some shot of some sort. And so he shows up on SmackDown... And they tell him, well, you know, this is the land of opportunity, TM, but we don't have anything for you. How about you fight AJ Styles and we'll go from there. And so they have an awesome match, not surprisingly. And uh, if you haven't watched it, that's the, one of my only highlights from SmackDown this week. Some de- some better stuff on that show this week, but we'll, we'll come to that later. And uh, he beats AJ Styles clean, like he wins. And so he's in the match. So we now have a six-pack challenge at Fastlane for the title. Yeah. Um, add more men. Add more men. Add more men to everything. I This has gotten... I didn't like this being a three-way. <laughs> I really don't like it being a six-way. Yeah. They need to do something with this. This needs to be AJ Styles getting... Like, hey, um, maybe they're right and you guys are stupid. <laughs> and join the Yep movement or something. I don't know. But he can't join the Yep movement because he has to fight t- the whole Yep movement and three other dudes. Yeah. It's a... Uh... It's a, yeah. it's a schmoz. I it's be- I, I, was, I was trying to defend it last week from you. But no, this is a schmoz. I also like to point out that that is actually a wrestling term when I used it with the with my wife and the guy I was watching the chamber with. Uh, they just looked at me like I was an alien of some sort. Schmoz, schmozzy finish. It's a thing. Um, we know John Cena's not going to win. Like I can tell you that. No, like that's that's not going to happen. AJ Styles is going to win, and it's. I mean, yay! AJ yeah. Styles keep winning, but. Maybe the Sam I I I can still see the Sami Zayn uh, Kevin. It, it's it's not an elimination match, right? It's a first fall to a finish. No. Okay. Correct. Ugh, those are worse. Um, I could still see the Sami Zayn. I'm gonna lay down for you, Kevin, because we've got the bromance of the century, and then kicking him in the balls and pinning him for the win. But uh, and then we get my dream match at WrestleMania. But even that doesn't feel. It feels like they're going to throw away all the work they've put into that and just because there's so much going on now. And some of that's Dolph Ziggler, and I don't know what he's going to do. I, well, I know exactly what he's doing. He's going to warm up the band and then get hit in the head by somebody who he wasn't looking at because there's six men in the match. Yeah. I, I, I want to see it. I just want to see what they do with it. I want to see where all the stories go because, like you said, there's the Yep Movement thing. There's Styles having his supposed match with Nakamura already at Mania. Is that in jeopardy? Um, what do we do with the other guys? Like, what do they do going into Mania? I'm guessing they're in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal because there's no way else you can put them unless they just have a match on the two-hour kickoff. Although I've heard they might not be doing a... Uh, or there, there's rumors that it'll be a women's Andre the Giant instead. I, I think they would probably do both. Don't do and, both. First, yeah, I, they, 
I'm all for like women's re- revolution. It's been fantastic, but I don't. If you if every pay per view in a row you have the first ever women's this, it gets old quick and you run out of things. Like how long did we have between the first ever women's Hell in a Cell and the first women's ever Royal Rumble? Over a year. So the the w- Royal Rumble felt really special. Like okay, this is going to be cool. And then the Elimination Chamber, like the announcement, completely fell flat for me. Cause I'm like, okay, well, I guess we have two of everything now, and that's that's fine, that's good, but. I don't think we need a, a women's Andre the Giant right now. Agreed. I, I I'll be fine with it if they do yeah, it because oh yeah. I'm sure they'll find some interesting way to do it. But I don't. That that show definitely does not need it yeah. because good lord, unless, unless you really just want those two matches to be like the kickoff and that's where everybody else goes. And oh, and while I'm thinking about it, Usos deserve to be on the main Ross, the main show of WrestleMania. Please, for the first time ever. <laughs> They've never been on the main show. Oh, they haven't? Them. Yeah, they definitely no, deserve it. They made a point of that on SmackDown. They mentioned that, you know, kickoff, kickoff, not even on the show, kickoff. So they've never been on the actual card. So I really hope they pay off this year that's been the best they've ever had in WWE uh, with some sort of match. Even if it's like a four- Fatal four-way tag team elimination match or whatever you want to make it. Honestly, Put them on there. Honestly, I want to see them versus the bar just in a tag team match. These are the only two teams that are really hot right now. Let them go at it. That's not necessarily true because the New Day uh, gave a fiery promo in their faces because they're going to be facing them at Fastlane. Yeah. Um, so I, w- I would call them very hot as well. They are, in- but I don't... I mean, the the New Day goes up and down so quickly. They go from Hell in the Cell to Pancakes, like, on a dime. So they they could be back up there. They're not there for me right now, but one match could turn that around. Yes, and I, I imagine they're going to have some sort of maybe singles match or something on SmackDown this week. Oh, yeah, of course. Because <clears throat> that's what they do. So, so... My mind will probably be changed on that uh, very soon. The last thing coming out of the chamber that spills over into Raw is what do we do with Ronda Rousey? Rousey, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So I like where they're going with this right now. I like, I, I like, because I know that a, a, some kind of plot line with Triple H and Stephanie is inevitable. Like it's going to happen. It's just like WrestleMania is coming around. So we have to have an authority based storyline somewhere. So. This one, I think, makes sense. Like, I, I like Kurt Angle just, you know, having ti- getting tired of having his balls snipped by Stephanie McMahon. Uh, you know, speaks out at possibly the wrong time and gets her, uh, well, gets Ronda Rousey slapped, really. And after J- Triple H gets judo thrown through a table. And then uh, on Raw, Hunter getting revenge by sucker punching Kurt before he leaves the ring is just the, it's the worst you you have a penis so I can hit you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the clip that or not the clip the still for the clip on YouTube is perfect. Yeah, like because yes. <laughs> he had to know what was happening. So uh, Kurt Angle was totally overselling his obliviousness. He's just like hands in his pocket. He looked like he was trying to whistle. Like <laughs> like you would never do yeah. that in the ring. But boom. Um, I don't like any of this. And a judo throw is not a good move to put someone through a table with. It 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 looks like a sloppy bar fight. 
Yeah, I, that one little detail aside, I think I think it's uh it's working as well as we can expect, and they're not putting her in a main. You know, a match for like a title or anything, which is good. That is good. Or That's even good. versus anybody on the roster, really. Stephanie McMahon is not a a superstar by any means. So, I, I, I like Kurt Angle getting a little comeuppance, getting getting his revenge in some way, even though, you know, this is kind of coming out of nowhere. Like, he's just kind of a, a blah authority figure every week on Raw. But, um yeah, I, I I like the work being put in by everybody right now, and I I think Ronda Rousey improved a lot from the Chamber over to Raw because at the Chamber when she spoke, you couldn't understand her. Like she did not speak with that wrestling cadence you need, where you're not actually sounding like a human being, but this is how we'll understand you. And then uh, up to Raw, like she somehow flipped that switch and was like, okay. I know what it takes to be a wrestler, at least in in these terms, and uh, yeah, I I thought it it worked enough for me to to be excited about where it's going. We get to see Kurt Angle wrestle Triple H. How about that? Yeah, and and that'll be cool. And I get what they're going. Uh, you said in your notes that they really want her to Stone Cold be the Stone Cold to Stephanie, and I'm, I don't want to see that storyline again. But they're they're doing this a better way than I thought they were, which was going to be hot shotting her right against Charlotte and stuff. So yeah, I sh- I should be happy with what I've got. Yes. So, uh, we'll move to Monday Night Raw. A couple of highlights I have from there. Uh, Miz gets to have a kind of a mini gauntlet match. I guess they were really enamored with that from the previous week, so they have him. Uh, take on a couple of opponents, and the first is Mr. Monday Night Rollins himself, Seth Rollins, uh, in the first match, and it's it's an awesome match, and Seth goes the mile and beats him, and then just to completely throw a 180 wrench into the works, whatever you want to call it, Seth or uh, Finn Balor <laughs> enters uh, with his music playing and everything just to ruin, you know, the fact that Seth Rollins just had a, like, 15, 20-minute match or whatever with The Miz and just smiling, just like, now it's my turn. Get out of here. <laughs> I get to beat him. I have friends. Yeah. I am and, uh, thrilled that they're using the club, but they really need to do something with The Miztourage to make this not look stupid. Like, because The Miztourage gets beat up by single guys all the time. So having them go toe to toe with them is it doesn't help. Like it doesn't make them look strong. They need to build up the Miztourage a little bit. Have them beat up. I don't know. Give them a give them a Bludgeon Brothers style squash match. Like they've never had that. Let them beat somebody up. Because all they've ever done is get beat up to cause a distraction for a face crushing finale over and over again. Let them beat up some jobbers. Let them at least feel real so that when they fight the the, the club, it feels sort of good well they did fight the club on the kickoff to the chamber and it's like you say you want that from them but they're not they're not going to be a credible tag team they are fall guys yeah and when they had that match you knew who was going to win because there's no way they're getting a push right now so but they're trying to give the club a push and you can't push against something that isn't there and the mistrage isn't there well, you give them a squash match. They're they're essentially jobbers right yeah. now. So so you give them like let the jobbers at least beat up. Like if the Legend Brothers are still fighting jobbers, the Mister Oz should be at that level where they get to fight jobbers. So. 
sadly that is not the power balance we are at right now um the balance we do have is uh tipping the scales that in roman reigns direction because he is supposed to have lesnar in a faced off on raw and then lesnar does not show up yeah this i mean have you been following the back behind the stage yes i have okay three updates i believe in the ringside area to mention it uh it's it, it sounds like at this point it is a work shoot they did this on purpose he no showed the show because it would help roman get over he would get some some face heat out of it um didn't work they could easily play it up because oh it did it did to a point uh, the, the people actually cheered him some and it you know people are saying it's one of his best promos in quite some time since his this is my yard now last year after wrestlemania so i i, I think it worked to a degree it's not going to work again so don't try it again um the, the the scuttlebutt is that lesnar is probably going to ufc after this which you know we've been we've been down this road before and yeah I, I, I don't really care about a story build to this match. I just want to see them tear each other limb from limb at Mania, and then Roman, you know, gets the scrappy win. Uh, well, see, the, the the rumor I heard is that he's not even going to go to Mania. Like, yeah, that I don't he's, think that's possible. From what I heard, he's like fulfilled all his contractual dates and doesn't want to. It sounds like they he he totally played them, or Heyman totally played them. Whoever put all this stuff actually in, and he could just vacate the title and leave it having never lost it and we'll never get this thing the the big payoff of someone finally beating lesnar so yeah i don't believe that for a second that i mean that i don't, I, I don't cool <laughs> i would rather it like that from everything i've seen that is not the case brock will be there brock is working tonight i think as we record this uh in chicago he's working a show a wwe show i don't remember who he's wrestling but yeah he's he's working that and i and he's scheduled, I think, now to be on Raw the 14th, if I have the dates right. Okay. Maybe a couple of weeks. So at, he will be there. Cool. He, he will be at Mania. I don't think it's going to be a great match. He may be checked out. With This may all be a work. And the, the UFC stuff is just uh, red herring and none of that's actually happening. I don't know. But to say it, I think Roman did a decent job with the promo. I think it, again, it was, it was a thing you can do once. Don't try and do this again. That's not going to work again. I, um, and I didn't think it worked this time, but whatever. I'm, there you go. I'm snarky. No, I, we, we both have our snark. It's just, you know, I was in a better place for wrestling, I guess, this week. I, I, Chamber had me feeling good, and then Raw wasn't wasn't terrible. And I also, I, I will admit, I was watching The Walking Dead while I was watching Raw, trying to catch up with both, and I uh, had to go back and watch some Raw segments because I definitely missed some things, but... That, that could lead to my enjoyment slash just blissful ignorance. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so like I mentioned, SmackDown is, I think, better this week. You had the Cena-Styles match, which is is compelling. It's It's got a decent story behind it, and Cena-Styles cannot have a bad match. So okay. they tear it up. Um, I did think it was funny that they did... Apparently, he did a Styles clash during a commercial break? Yeah. Did, did he not know they were a commercial? <laughs> I don't know. I that was weird. I mean, they they have limited time. Like they can't go over like Raw does. They have to be done at 
10 o'clock. So maybe he thought he had to get it in. I don't know. But yeah, then they said during commercial break, <laughs> Styles Clash is like, what? That's his <laughs> finisher. Like his usually like finisher, like you're not getting up from finisher. But obviously in this case, it wasn't. So yeah, that was surprising to me, but still a good match. Um, New Day Usos, when they renewed their rivalry, I think that's... I, I thought Big E did a great job bringing some fire, which, you know, the, like you said, the New Day usually flips. Is it This week, are they going to be jokey, funny, eating pancakes, or are they going to be super serious? We'll meet you in the penitentiary and we'll put you in a jail cell for your life or whatever. And this this was definitely the latter, and I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good match. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I I enjoyed the show more than I I enjoyed the show at the time more than I have afterwards as I've thought about a lot of this stuff. I'm like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So the actual performance was quite good. Yeah, and uh, also I have in all caps, fashion police. <laughs> it was short lived, but uh, fast. Uh, Brizongo have a quick little little vignette with Josh Dumel, who's going to be on the unsolved show. That's the, the biggie Tupac solving the mystery show that's coming up after SmackDown. So of course he's there to talk about it. And you know, Brazonga or uh, Tyler breeze mentioned or no, it was Fandango saying like, we solved the case for you. Look, and here comes big E. <laughs> yeah, I did like, and he that. says like, no, 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 no guys, not big E. Biggie Smalls, you know, like the rapper, like, you know, like, oh, we're detectives as well. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, yeah, I, I enjoy everything they do. I was glad to see them back on the show. So, uh, yeah, the, those are my highlights from SmackDown. And I will quickly hit up the other WWE programming it includes 205 Live, which I'm not really going to run down. I'm just again going to reiterate if you're not watching that show, they have moved on to the second round of the tournament. Um, Roderick Strong and Cedric Alexander move on in amazing matches. Like, go back and watch them. Alexander fights TJP, and uh, Roderick Strong fought. Was it Kalisto? Uh, I don't know. Cal- I think it was Kalisto. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's just uh, this is my trying to remember. <laughs> okay. I'm not actually expecting you to tell me the answer. <laughs> okay. I won't do anything then. I'll just be over here. Call me when you need me. <laughs> this is two hundred five live time. Be quiet. No. Um. And on NXT, again, a, an awesome show. They, I remember a while back when they had, you know, the big exodus of talent going to to the main roster and uh, the Riv- Revival moved up and the women moved up and everybody was saying it's going to be forever until we have a, a decent roster again. And it definitely was not forever, but it did take a little while to build back up. But we now have, you know, Velveteen Dream and Tyler Bate on the same roster. So they have a match. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome. That was amazing. And Kyrie Sane has returned, and she's taken on Shayna Baszler. And it's pretty good as well. And even Adam Cole versus Cesar Bononi <laughs> is interesting because they offer him a spot in Undisputed Era. And then, of course, haha, that's not actually what we're doing. Let's beat you up instead. It's... It, it, it's just got a little something uh, for everybody to do, and it's and their roster yeah. is one of the best it's ever been, I think. And you didn't even mention Alistair Black versus Killian Dane. Like, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, the build to that is, is interesting, and uh, 
I only imagine Black goes over in that, but um, yeah, oh yeah, but that's gonna feel like a, a big win from him. They've they've done a good job making Dane feel important to beat, and he looks important to beat. I mean, dude's a beast from Belfast. He is indeed. Yeah. Uh, we can't handle any more beasts. We're done with beasts. And the mixed match challenge uh, rolls on. We've also moved on to round two there, and Miz and Oscar take it. And again, if you haven't watched this show, take a little 20 minutes and watch this show because the character work from everybody is just awesome. But especially Asuka being terrified the Miz is going to cost her her streak. Yes. And Miz, Miz being terrified that he's going to screw it up and lose her streak the, is just... The post-match interview where she like was relieved to still have her streak. Like That was some amazing character work. That's the best she's ever done. I think it's the first time she's really been given the chance to kind of lean into that and that was great like ah i was excited for her. yeah and then the little uh post or pre-match kind of little vignettes that they do with the camera phone angle uh when miz says something about you know our streak will be intact and she just goes no no my streak <laughs> he's like oh yeah it's sorry it's language barrier we're, we're getting things confused yeah our streak is and she's like no no my streak it's, it's like you said it's it's little bits of character that we have not seen from her and it's it, it's it's hokey in some ways but I, it's still character well, it's, and i i exactly what we talked about why we like this so much like they're really just letting them be entertaining have you watched the the lana rusev vignettes yes the one, the one where she had some jobber in the accolade, and you've got Aiden English and uh, Rusev yelling contract, contrasting advice to her. She just destroys this poor woman. That was awesome. Yes. Yeah, they're all – I would just go to that section of YouTube or wherever they're putting all those videos, you know, Facebook, watch, and just watch them all because yeah. it's, it's, it's all such good character work they're letting them do. And, um, yeah. Tune into that if you have not yet. We're quickly going to run through the ringside area on our way back to stage. Uh, a couple that actually preferred, uh, reta- pertain to the programming of the show, and that is that Fox is still in talks, apparently, and is still a possibility for taking over WWE's TV stuff. And apparently now that's rumored to include uh, Raw going to Fox, like Fox proper, and being a two-hour show because they won't allow for a three-hour one. That would be amazing. Yeah, don't 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 get too excited. It may not happen. Three hours is too long. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, SmackDown would go to Fox Sports One, which is their kind of offshoot sports channel. Um, still probably has more viewers than it would on USA. I don't know. It's the sports channel. Um, and apparently they would be looking for other programming. So there's even talk about maybe bringing up 205 Live and NXT to be on that that channel or another channel to round out their offerings and yeah I, apparently they're they're pretty advanced and and one of the guys that is on fox sports uh was at the chamber i think and mentioned or maybe it was on smackdown and mentioned something about you know uh Smack, yeah smackdown live coming soon to a channel near you or something and yeah and little things are happening that, that sound like yeah. It could all amount to an actual change. So yeah. it's exciting for them because that would get them, you know, on an actual over-the-air network, which is huge. Because I know they've wanted that forever. And, 
yeah, would definitely give Vince that nice last WWE chub before he <laughs> heads off to football pastures. Yeah, well, from what I and from what I've heard, uh, Triple H is starting to put together a team to start leading up the main roster stuff. So that that's what's really got me excited is he's preparing to take over more there. So we might get some NXT style booking on the main roster soon, and we need that. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, it's it's exciting times. I saw a, a video. I didn't watch it, but it was now is the best time to be a wrestling fan. And I don't know if I quite agree with that, but it is a great time to be a wrestling fan. So, oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, so much going on. You can find something to love wherever you look. Um, and we might be looking to the skies because it's possible talks with Neville have reopened. Oh. And I how awesome would it see to be would it be to see him show up? Whoever wins the cruiserweight championship at, at mania whenever it happens probably on the kickoff and uh, just have him show up and murk the winner and just be like no no i'm the king this was mine thank you very much no i don't want to see him in cruiserweights anymore he, he was always kind of walking that line have him he can i want to see him become intercontinental champion i wouldn't mind that i honestly don't care where he goes i just want to see him wrestle again because that's that's been missing on our TVs for too far too long. Or no, actually, know what I want? I want Tyler Bate and him, not Tyler Bate, uh, Pete Dunne and him to wrestle for the UK Championship for uh, a th- uh, a back and forth three part match or not series of matches uh, across a couple pay per views, and then have Neville be- hold that championship on the main roster and actually defend it every other week. I'll talk to Drake Maverick and see if we can make that happen. Drake Maverick only cares about the cruiserweights. But he can, he can. I feel like he would have some push because Neville was previously in his division. Fair enough. Or show or whatever. I don't know. And that's going to do it for this week. We have talked about all the wrestling we could talk about. And we'll be talking about more next week because, believe it or not, Fastlane is next weekend. Oh, balls. <laughs> Watching the color disappear from Steve's face was the best. I gotta watch wrestling next weekend. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that, that that's a. I I'm very much looking forward to it, and now Steve is not. And I mean, it'll we'll, be we'll exciting. I want to see place. it all, but it's like ah, so much freaking wrestling. It is. It is indeed. And we'll be talking about all that freaking wrestling next weekend on another episode of Pro Grapplers. Until then, I have been amazing Jason Sigler. And I will always be Steve the Shinka Kershini. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers. Thank you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips.